Hello, members of the Resilient Catholics community. This is a bonus experiential exercise for week 39 titled, My Body, My Symptoms, and My Parts. I'm just going to invite you as we begin to just notice where you are with your window of tolerance. Just how calm are you right now? Because we really want to do work when we are more calm, more recollected. So we just start by taking a breath, if that seems okay. Two breaths, if that seems okay. Just allowing yourself some time and some space. And just noticing where you are with regard to being calm. And with regard to being curious about what might be going on in your body, what might be going on with your parts. And if you notice that you're blended, if you've got some of those telltale signs, if you've got those tells that you're blended, I'm just going to invite you to see if your parts would be willing to soften to relax back and give you some space. Can they be curious with you about what's happening in your body? And if you have sufficient space if you're curious about what's happening in your body, I'm just going to invite you to notice some physical symptom. It could be a physical symptom that you're experiencing now, a pain, some distress somewhere in your body, muscle tension, headache, whatever it is that seems like a trailhead, seems like it's significant in some way. And just check with your parts, see if it's okay for you to reach out to that symptom. See if there's any objections. You might have to work with a protector part around that. We don't want to steamroll any protectors. If they've got concerns, we want to address those. So you can pause the recording whenever it's helpful to you to do that extra work. We generally want to work with the permission of our protectors. And then I'm just going to invite you to notice how curious you are about that symptom. If you notice there's an agenda, do you just make it go away? If you notice that you're just wanting to push it aside or work through it or get rid of it, that's a part. That's a part. It's not your innermost self. I'm wondering if you could think of the symptom as a gift. Not because the symptom has great intrinsic value, but because of what the symptom might be able to tell you or what the symptom might be able to reveal to you that you need to know.
Is that possible for you to think of it as a gift, to think of Romans 8.28, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, including this symptom. Could that include the symptom? And if you're not there, if you can't imagine that, then you're blended and that's okay. So many people are blended so much of the time. It's part of our common human experience in our fallen world. But then we've got some unblending to do, and you might benefit from some of the experiential exercises on unblending before we work with the symptom, because we don't want to approach a symptom or the parts behind that symptom if we're blended, because parts can't help other parts without the self. But if you have that curiosity, if you're willing to get interested in that symptom, if you're in that place, then I'm just going to invite you to ask the symptom, hey, what's up? What do you want me to know? And listen, listen for the response. What does the symptom want you to know about the experience? What's the backstory around that symptom, the meaning? What is the who, what, where, when, why, and how of that symptom? All those details about the symptom. What does it want you to understand? And if you're really getting into this with your parts and you need more time, hit pause. Take the time you need to really connect with your part, the part behind the symptom. Why is that symptom so important to a part? Can you be open now to the parts that might hate or fear that symptom? Parts that are polarized around that symptom. 
can you invite them into relationship with you and with the part behind the symptom? Can there be some cooperation and collaboration? Can there be some softening of the polarizations around that symptom? We spent a lot of time on polarizations in weeks 36 and 37. Can we recognize those polarized parts and blend from them? Really appreciate that each part has positive intent. It's trying to help. Can we check in with them about their roles and what positive intentions they have and why they're in conflict around this symptom? can write those things down for each part that's caught up around the symptom. Parts love to have a voice in writing oftentimes or in drawing with parts maps. It's really helpful to use a parts journal or a parts map sometimes. Can we develop a trusting relationship with each part? Felt sense of trust. And are parts willing to work around the symptom? Are they willing to collaborate and cooperate? Can they each state their position with the other parts listening about the symptom? And then take turns with that and then respond to each other in a dialogue led by the self? If it's helpful, you could bring a spiritual confidant on board. If the parts are okay with that, I'm going to pause just to check that out. See if that would be helpful. And what might parts need 
in order to not have to have the symptom, is there a way that parts can all get what they need so that the symptom is no longer necessary? Or that exacerbation of the symptom is no longer necessary? And again, it can be helpful to write these things down and know that it doesn't have to be the end of the discussion, that this could be just another step in the journey, just another segment of the journey. And I invite you to show gratitude to your parts, appreciation for them working together. You can replay this exercise again, work with whatever parts need that attention and customize it to however you need it to be. You know, take what's helpful from these exercises. A lot of gratitude to you for doing this work. A lot of gratitude to your parts. And with that, we'll invoke our patroness and our patron, Our Lady, our mother, untire of knots, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. <laughs>